0: Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. A place where the word of God takes you to places, to the unseen, where there's a void at, where darkness covers the earth, where the foundation is being laid, where growth is happening, where seeds from God's word is being sown, and where repentance starts. It's the underground. Who am I? I'm just the voice of one calling out, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 417. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.
1: Rejection. Rejection.
0: A lot of us, we deal with that a lot. A lot of us don't even deal with it that much because we are scared to get rejection. So we don't even step out on anything because we're just scared of the word, the action. We're scared of people rejecting us. We're scared of things not working out for us. But I want you to know these are the things that Jesus identified with. People rejecting him. His own rejecting him. His own people rejecting him. His own family rejecting him. His own disciples rejecting him. His own creation rejected him. And so when we suffer like that, when we have rejection in our life, when we bear the burden of that feeling When it hurts us to the core, when we're being rejected, I want you to know you're identifying with Christ. You're identifying with his sufferings. I was uh, at work today and, you know, I work with uh, all different type of people. People that the world will look, look at like they low class or mentally challenged or. You know, they're behind the ball, quote-unquote. And, man, I just, I, I, for, for a second there, I just looked at, I was looking at them and just saying, like, man, can you imagine the rejection they have to go through? Can you imagine the rejection? Like somebody who's in a wheelchair, can you imagine the rejection that they have to go through? Imagine somebody who's been like in, you know, uh, who's been mentally challenged, of had or had a disease all their life. Can you just imagine the rejection that they have to go through? Somebody who's blind, somebody who's crippled. Because these are the people that I work around with all day. And I was just sitting there thinking today, like, man, the type of rejection they have to go through, man. Because I was talking to an individual and they was just telling me how they uh they want a date, you know, and they're looking for somebody. And this particular person, you know, they have some uh, mental challenges to they self and uh, some health issues and they on a walker, things like that. Which in God's eyes, you know, in, in the people of God's eyes, we look at those things like, you know, it doesn't mean anything to us. You know, you're just just as normal as us. You know, but I know to the world, it comes with a lot of rejection. You know, people reject you just based on what they see. And, you know, this person began to uh, just weep. And I can just see for that moment in time, just like, wow. I know that they did with a lot of rejection. And I want you to know that if you... Are walking with God, if you are a believer of Christ, if you are a true disciple, you're going to face a lot of rejections too. John 15, verse 18 says, If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me. Before it hated you. This is Jesus talking. We're not supposed to be trying to get the world to love us. We're not supposed to be getting the world to be our friends, to accept us, to be cool with us. The scripture says it hated me. So what you think is going to do to you? If you're following my path, if you're following my teachings, if you're trying to be Christ-like, that means trying to identify, trying to model your life after Christ, according to scriptures and according to how the Holy Spirit leads you, the world is going to hate you. The world is going to reject you. And people who identify with the world is going to hate you. They're going to reject you. They're not going to want to fellowship with you. You may feel alone a lot of times. So I'm I'm I feel like we need to go over these scriptures, and the Holy Spirit needs to teach us these things because we gotta get familiar with. And we got to get comfortable sometimes with rejection. It's a part of the walk. It's a part of the walk. If the world hates you, know, know this, that it hated me. It
1: hated your savior. It hated your leader. So, of course, they're going to
0: hate the followers. It despised your leader. It crucified your leader. So what you think? They just gonna give a pass to the followers? People who are trying to be just like him? They just gonna say, oh well, they cool. We we like them, we just didn't like the leader. We like the general, we just we, we didn't like the general, we just uh we well, we cool with the army. No. Nah." they go hate you too they go want to crucify you too so you got to start getting your spirit prepared for that you got to start getting your character prepared for that you got to start getting your insecurities prepared for that you got to start getting your mental game prepared for that So, when it happens, you don't go into a deep depression or you don't go into a deep mental uh, safari in your mind and casting these devilish thoughts all through your mind because people are rejecting you, thinking you're not good enough, thinking you're not loved. You are loved. You're loved by God and you're loved by the people of God. But to think that the world is going to love you, no, they're not. There's not, The world is not gonna love you. If you're really walking out this uh, walk with God, they're not gonna love you. First Peter 2.4, as you come to him, a living stone rejected by man, but in the sight of God chosen and precious. As you come to him, you're going to become a living stone Rejected by man. Man is going to reject
1: you. As you start to walk out this walk with God, as
0: you start to preach and teach the teachings of God, man is going to reject you. Women are going to reject you. Kids are going to reject you.
1: Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? Ask yourself, do you even want that type of life?
0: This is the cost. It may be we're walking with God. Family members may reject you. You're going to get rejected by man. But look what the scripture says. But in the sight of God, you're chosen. And you're precious. If we be honest with ourselves, most of us, us, a majority of humanity, care what men think. We care what men think. We want men to feel like we're chosen. We want men to think that we're precious. We want women to think that we're precious. Not God. We really too much don't care what he thinks because, you know, we really can't see him. So we like, OK. I mean, if he think we're precious or not, but I really can't see him. I can't feel him. I can't even I can't sleep with him. So I don't care if he think that I'm precious or if I'm chosen. We care if man think that we're precious. So that's why we don't want to get rejected by. Him. It hurts us. When our peers reject us cuz we want and we want we want them to
1: understand that we're precious. You got to get over that. If you're going to be walking with
0: God, you just can't care what man think. And it is a hard thing to get over. It's a hard battle to face, not to care what man think. Not to care, not not let what man think get up under your skin about you. You know, that's hard. You got to have a certain mental toughness about you. You got to ask God to build you up, build your character up, strengthen you so things like that won't phase you. When they do reject you, you can keep on pushing. You can shake it off. Just like the God Go commercial I got to get up out of here and go somewhere. I got to shake it off. You understand what I'm saying? Shout out to the 90s. Psalms 27 verse 10 says, For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord would take me in. For my father and my mother have forsaken me. Your own father and your mother may forsake you if you be on it. See, we we, kind of don't have to deal with stuff like that. We're kind of thankful that some of our parents encourage us to follow after God. But there's people around the world who parents forsake them if they accept Christ as their Savior. If they believe in Jesus, you know? Can you imagine your own mom and your own dad forsaking you? Some of y'all saying, well, yeah, my dad forsaking me. Anyway, that's true. A lot of our dads forsaking us. But you know, our moms, they ride. They ride for us no matter what. But it's true. A lot of dads have forsaken their kids. That's true. But you know that, see that feeling. That's a part of it. You're you're sharing in the sufferings with Christ. I want you to know that. We cannot let those things hold us back. This is a part of your walk, being forsaken. But God will take you in. When everybody turns against you, when everybody begins to reject you, I want you to know the scripture says God will take you in. God sees you as chosen. God sees you as a precious person. Somebody right now, you're feeling that way. You're feeling rejected by your family. You're feeling rejected by your friends. You feel isolated. You feel like you can't be around nobody don't nobody call you no more ever since you started walking with God ever since you got baptized ever since you repented ever since you started getting your life together you just feel like everybody just don't nobody call you no more what happened? they're rejecting you they're rejecting your new life and don't think it's nothing wrong with you this is a part of it you're in the right spot Your Savior went through the same thing. I just don't want you to turn back. Keep walking. Narrow is the path to life. Yes, go get more narrow as you keep walking on this path to life. To life. Psalms 94 verse 14. For the Lord would not forsake his people. He would not abandon his heritage. God will never forsake you if you keep walking on His path. He will never forsake his people. He will never abandon you. You are his heritage. You are his chosen people. Who cares what a man is thinking about you? Who cares what the world is thinking about you? Who cares what your ex is thinking about you? Who cares what your mama is thinking about you? Or your daddy is thinking about you? Or your cousins or your aunties? Or whoever. I don't care what they're thinking about me. The fact that you rejected me shows that I'm on the right path. Isaiah 53 and verse 3, it says, he was despised. They talking about God right now. They talking about your savior right now. He was despised and rejected by men. They despised him. See when he was walking this earth, see we pray, see we we have no idea what he was facing. What he had to go through to 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 get to where we are at right now, look what he had to go through though.
1: See we benefiting what we benefit from what he had to go through. He was being despised by man. He was being rejected by man. And it says he was a man of sorrows. A man of sorrow.
0: Yeah, we worship the king now, but when he was here on earth. He was being despised, he was being rejected, and he was a man of many sorrows. In this generation today, if you if you are identifying with any of these characteristics, being despised, rejected or a man of sorrows, they'll they'll say you are a lost cause. They'll say you need to turn your life around. You see how it's upside down? These type of characteristics would get you uh, in a mental health hospital or something like that. They'll think something wrong with you. It says he was a with grief. He was friends with grief. And as one from whom man hide their faces, he was despised and, he w- and we esteemed him not see we glorify him now we have we have high uh respect for him now you know and we can be prideful in that but when he was on his when he was walking down here with us, oh we ain't had that type of love for him we didn't we didn't have that type of love for him and if we was back then in his in, in his generation when he was walking on Earth we wouldn't love him either. Well, I'm going to just say me. I, I probably wouldn't love him. I probably would have despised him, too, if he was come banging like that on my life. Because Jesus was coming through banging. Yeah. He was coming through with the whole world. He wasn't, he wasn't watering it down. He was coming through with 100% truth. So they despised him for it. He was calling out people. Yeah, he he was just getting out. And... and in today' age, he would just be getting on Instagram, just calling out stuff, calling out hypocrites, calling out Pharisees, telling us we are wicked in the perverse, perverse generation. That's the type of stuff he was doing. So they despise him; they hating him. A man of sorrows. You know why? Because people was, his own people was rejecting him. He had feelings just like us, by the way. That hurts. When your own people don't love you, when your own people don't encourage you, when your own people don't support you, that hurts. He was a man of sorrows. They lied on him. Killed him. Was plotting to kill him the whole time he was doing a ministry to save them. Do you
1: understand why he was a man of sorrow? A man who was acquainted with grief. He knew where most of his creation was headed to. Judgment. It brought deep grief to him. He didn't want to see them like that. He didn't want Judas to go out like that. He
0: didn't want the the Pharisees to go out like that. The Sadducees, he didn't want them to go out like that. I know we talk about them, but Jesus had a heart for them. Yeah, those people that we hate you are those people that we just don't like in our heart. You know, those people that you hate in your heart. Jesus don't want them to go out like that. That brings him grief. He got love for those people. I know we don't have love for those people. You may not have love for those people, but Jesus do. God does, and it brings him grief and sorrow that they don't love him back. Yeah, I just want you to know that too. Please let that sink into your soul. the The same person that you hate, or that you just uh, that you have a envy towards, or you just hate them, and you hate their soul, you hate their skin color, you hate their
1: people, all that. I just want you to know, but God loves them. Yeah, God loves him, though. Man, we esteemed him not. The stuff that he had to go through.
0: You may be facing that
1: right now. You're not high value
0: to people. When people see you, you're not a high value person to them. They don't have no high regard for you. They just think you're a regular person, right? Your family don't, they just, oh, that's just, oh, that's just such and such. They over there just, uh, you know, they go to church now, girl. You know, they, that's what they think. It's just, oh, okay. You know, they going through, they, they going through a phase. <laughs> they don't have no regard for your walk. Yeah, you send scriptures to them. They just look at it like, oh, okay. They sending scriptures again. You see, they don't take you serious. They don't take your ministry serious. They don't take your prayer life serious. Does that hurt you? If it does, guess what? You are identifying with the sufferings of Christ. Embrace it. Stop trying to get that to change. Get people to change the way they feel about you. No, embrace it. I share in the sufferings with Christ. I'm happy about that. You see what I'm saying? I want you guys to start being best friends with rejection. It takes some time to get like that, but you guys can do it. Just keep crying out to God, telling him, hey, God, give me strength. Give me strength, God, please.
1: Give me the boldness to keep rising. Please, God, I need this, God, please.
0: I don't want to let rejection stop me from coming to you. I don't want to let rejection stop me from doing my calling. Philippians 3 verse 10 says that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. And may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Do you hear that? that I may know him and the power. We want to know him when his power. Yeah, we all want to know God when we talking about his power. We all want to know God when we, when he's talking about his resurrection. Yeah, when we when he resurrects resurrect our marriage, we, we love to know him. Yeah I, yeah, I love, yeah, I know God. When he resurrecting your business, oh yeah, I, I know God, yeah, I do. When he resurrecting your money, Oh, I, oh, yes, I, I know God. I really do. Resurrecting your career, your business, your relationships, all that. We love to know him. But we also need to know him when he says, and may share in his sufferings, in his rejection, when people despising me, when man rejecting me, when I have sorrow, when I have grief, I want to know him too. I'm sharing in his suffering, becoming like him in his death. Do you know him then?
1: Are y'all still cool then? Do you still tag him then? Do you still like him
0: then? Do you still send him friend requests then when it's time to share in his suffering? Understand, the resurrection comes only after the
1: suffering, only after the death. So, yeah, let's start getting used to that, man.
0: Let's start embracing it. Okay, And ask God to. God, give me the power. Please. Please, God, give us the power. Give us the spirit that we need, dear God. Give us the mindset we need. Some of us got we got insecurities, God, we dealing with. We emotional. You know, people unfollow us on Facebook, God, we we acting crazy. People blocking us. We don't know what we don't know what to do. <laughs> oh man, listen to me, Hey, we we gotta we gotta we gotta rise for real, for real. Because if we get mad because people uh, unfriend request us or whatever that stuff called, if that type of rejection get us wild up, we got a lot of work to do. People of God, for real. They ain't they ain't share my posts. <laughs> Oh, man. They haven't accepted my friend. Why they follow me? Come on, now. that's You shared in the suffering, but I mean, we call that suffering these days, I guess. But for real, come on, y'all. We got to build our spirit up, man. We got to get ready because the world is going to continue to hate us, especially if we really trying to do this walk for real, for real, if we really trying to be the chosen people of God, if we really trying... To establish the church in these last days, man, the world, yeah, it's going to turn up and we got to be ready. You know, we got to be ready. Hey, if you scared, go to church. <laughs> Anyways, Revelation three, verse three says, remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief
1: and you will not know what hour I will come against you. The underground.